Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Sunbury Motors, North 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Good afternoon, everybody. It is the Steve Jones Show on a Wednesday. News Radio 1070 WKOK. Matt Catrillo here with you. Steve will soon be there in the Sunbury Motors studio. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. And online at sunburymotors.com. Ford, Lincoln, Kia, Hyundai. And, of course, a whole selection of pre-owned inventory, all at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf, and online at sunburymotors.com. Loaded show we had yesterday. Our thanks again to Alyssa Nair and Kirk Herbstreit, Neil Kulong joining us. If you missed any of those interviews or any portion of yesterday's show, we've got that again on the Facebook page, the Twitter page, and, of course, at stevejonesshow.com as well. And, of course, you can always subscribe to us with Apple and Google Play or iTunes or anywhere you get your podcasts. Tomorrow, another loaded show. It's the Battle of PA preseason football style. It's the preseason opener for the Eagles, preseason game number two for the Steelers. And we'll have Chris Mack from 93.7 The Fan at 3.35 tomorrow to break down the Steelers' side of things. And Ruben Frank from NBC Sports Philly will join us at 4.35 to break down the matchup for tomorrow at Lincoln Financial Field. And it should be very interesting. I know Steve kind of alluded to it yesterday as we start to turn to what we might see from the Eagles this preseason. There's, geez, I don't know where to begin. There's basically everything and every way to look at with this team. We'll get more into that, of course, tomorrow. But some in, I guess somewhat encouraging news for the Eagles today as it was reported by Chris Bordenson of ESPN and then confirmed by Adam Schefter that it looks as though Carson Wentz is on track to play week one for the Colts after having to need that foot surgery. So that's quite the turnaround. I can't say I'm overly surprised because... Well, we did hear 5 to 12 weeks after he had the surgery, which was, I believe, sometime last week, last Wednesday maybe. And I figured the Colts were going to do all that they can to get him ready for week one. Now, will he be 100%? Who knows? Just going by my our time with the Eagles and Wentz, I'm going to say I wouldn't be surprised if he's still not fully 100%. Well, we'll see. But either way, it seems to be good news for the Eagles because, of course, as we all know by now, Carson Wentz either has to play 
70% of the snaps and the Colts make the playoffs, or he has to play 75% of the snaps for the Eagles to turn that second-round pick they got in the trade for him into a first-round pick. So we'll have to keep an eye on that. But we'll see. I, I've i learned over the, what, the five years that Carson Wentz was with the Eagles to always hold your breath no matter if you hear good or bad news because you just never know with number 11 now, I guess number two with the Colts. So there's that. And also today, out of nowhere, I guess better late than never, I think that's what our friend Tim Brando of Fox Sports said. Oh, no, we said what, what took so long was uh, the Baylor punishments were, I guess, punishment if you can call it that, was handed down today by the NCAA from all the issues when Art Biles was head coach about not reporting sexual assaults within the program. It basically just got a slap in the face. It was a $5,000 fine and four years probation. I'm a little surprised by that because if I remember correctly, those are some pretty damning accusations. And of course, Art Biles left the program because of it. So I was I was a little surprised by that. But that's just me. So not much there for Baylor football to uh, deal with there. And, of course, we want to hear from you. 1-800-795-9565. 1-800-795-9565. It is the Steve Jones Show, and we'll be back after this. Hi, oh, there he is. I've been here. <laughs> I've been here. Listening to you talk about Baylor and our Bryles and everything like that, I, like, I didn't even bother reading it. You know, it's getting to the point now, with all due respect, that I'm just seeing stuff on a headline and I'm going, "Nah, if I don't want to read about it." You know, I, after the way things were treated around here and the scorched earth policy about here. Uh, I'm just not going to sit back and just re- read other stuff that you just sit back and go, really? Okay. It just, it's kind of just driven me away from uh, stuff like that. It's amazing how something happens. You sit back and you, just, you look around and say, it just, oh, well. Uh, so how hot is it there right now? We've got it at uh, 94 right now here. 94? Wow. Our heat index is supposed to be close to 110. 110. Wow. Um, let me see what we got here. What is here? Let's see here. You want you to step think, outside, uh, it kind of makes you want to choke a little bit. Nah, it's, here's 88. Heat index 96. Okay. It's fine. And they've got... Uh, we have a severe thunderstorm watch, I guess, with the closest. Let's see. Lightning strike. Lightning is 12 miles away. There you go. All right. That Maybe that'll be coming our way then. Heat advisory. <laughs> yeah, we've had yeah. that too. No, I'm, I'm shocked. No. Uh, it's in a, it, It's going to get worse tomorrow. I mean, tomorrow's worse. Yes. Uh, Same here. Let's see. Mm, real feel right now is 100. Currently 92. Real feel 100. This is off. 
AccuWeather. Oh, look, rain. <laughs> Thunderstorms. Great. Um, tomorrow, 95. Let's see, tomorrow, 95. Real Field tomorrow, 102. Friday, 91. Real Field, 99. And then, out of nowhere, <laughs> we lose 15 to 20 degrees. <laughs> And stay that way for a long time. How about that? Wowzers. Now, you must be excited about the Field of Dreams game tomorrow. I am. It'll be it'll be pretty cool, I think. Different setup. It was supposed to be last year. It was supposed to be last year. And, uh, of course, for some odd reason, it didn't happen. I wonder what that reason was. Um, but, yeah, uh, you know, go out to Dyersville, about 25 miles west of Dubuque. My friend Gary Dolphin, the voice of Iowa football and basketball, just opened up a restaurant in Dubuque. Now, I, now we won't be able to go out there for football. Football is just too uh uh, compact in terms of how the time frame works. But I may try to get out there for basketball when you you know you get out there and you get all day to drive over there and check out his restaurant in Dubuque, right near Dyersville. You ever seen Field of Dreams? I have not. I've, I haven't really been in the Midwest that often. I was in Illinois if, uh, uh, two summers ago for a buddy's wedding, but that was about it. It's a farm with corn and a baseball field. Okay. So, uh, there you go. Well, I was aware of that. <laughs> <laughs> Although also, too, it, it's at night, right, tomorrow? Yeah, it's at night. It's a night game. <sighs> See, that's a conflict because the Eagles play tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, that that'll be exciting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Although, that's... actually, I don't even know if we even get it here. I don't know if that's a nationally televised game or not. Um, I don't think so. And I probably don't even get it then, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, okay. That should be a nationally televised game, but it's not. Why should it be a nationally televised game? Because it's a field of dreams. Oh, oh you talking about uh, you talk about the Yankee game? I thought you talked about the Eagles and the oh, Steelers. Oh no, 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 no. Yeah, no, the the the, Yan- the Yankee uh, White Sox game, Field of Dreams on Fox. Joe Buck's doing the game. Okay, all right. Then That's I'll a nationally flip, it's I'll a nationally televised game. Okay, I thought you were talking about the Eagles. Oh no, the Eagles will get a game. Yeah, who the heck cares? <laughs> like, There's a lot on. to look for for me for the Eagles tomorrow night. I'll have to flip back and forth then. Mostly Why? focused on the Eagles. <laughs> it's a it's a one it's a preseason game. I know, but it, uh, you know me, I'm just more of the football Eagles junkie. But I I will definitely try to watch a little bit of the Field of Dreams game because that's a once in a lifetime thing you're going to see. No, it's not a once in a lifetime thing you're going to see. <laughs> they're do it, but they're going to do it like Waysport every year. <laughs> So it's not going to be a once-in-a-lifetime thing, I don't think. Valid point. <laughs> Williamsport's a lot once-in-a-lifetime thing. Well, let's do it every year. Okay, great. <laughs> when is the Williamsport game? Do we know? 
It's on next Sunday, the 22nd. Who they, who's playing? It's Indians Angels. So Shohei Otani. He's coming to town. That's right. Is And Mike Trout. Yep. Wow. Cool. That'll be good for the local populace. Definitely. That'll be great, because last year was supposed to be the Orioles and the Red Sox. I had it all set. I was going. But forget it. Game was wiped out. Thought, yeah, hey, it'd be great. So, like, the first time in my life, been able to drive 60 miles to a Red Sox game. <laughs> like, hey, all right, this will be great. That's yeah, a pandemic, can't go. Your team is winning 3 1 in the bottom of the third. All good. As they continue to play the bottom of the barrel. They're very good at playing the bottom of the barrel right now. They have been, There's, except last you night. Want, you want to talk about the the schedule falling in, in favor? They, I mean, they have a favorable schedule down the stretch. They got lots of Oriole games. Yeah, that's a good lots thing. Lots and lots of Oriole games. So you have a dilemma between a Yankee game, Field of Dreams, and a preseason game that means nothing? <laughs> that is correct. You have a dilemma? Yes, I do. I mean, for me, football is always the priority, but I, I will watch tomorrow night as well, the baseball. I'll be doing a lot of flipping back and forth. Well, I can't, so I've got a baseball game tomorrow night. Huh. Well, there you go. You have your uh, viewing things all picked out for you. You're going to be seeing baseball in person. Well, I picked it out because I'm, I'm, I'm doing it because, A, I love doing it, and, B, I'm getting paid. All right, so we'll come back with – there's that – that's a great Roy Firestone who was who was on – for years did the interviews on ESPN and so forth at his own show and was great in impersonations. Phenomenal impersonations. So he was impersonating Keith Jackson. He goes, cottage football, huh? Cottage football. What does cottage football mean to me? Oh, about five million dollars a year contractually. Back with more in a moment on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Get the lingerie on the deck. Call the. Today on Hey Culligan, hard water hurts appliances. Go for Glenn in Glenview. Yeah, hey Culligan, my appliances aren't that old and they're already on the fritz. Sounds like your hard water might be giving your water appliances a hard time, but there is hope in the form of a Culligan high-efficiency water softener that helps extend the life of dishwashers, washing machines, uh-huh. heating systems. Uh-huh. Okay, uh, hey Culligan. Uh, yeah, Glenn? Yeah, hook me up. Glenn, one high-efficiency appliance-saving softener already on the way. Call Culligan of North Central Pennsylvania today for all your water treatment needs and set up a free in-home water test with a water professional that knows the water where you live. Culligan of North Central Pennsylvania. Call 1-800-788-1978. That's 1-800-788-1978. Or visit them online at callculligan.com. That website again is callculligan.com. Culligan. Better water, pure and simple. If you're looking to purchase a new home, you know how competitive the market is. Houses are being sold at a faster rate than we've seen in decades, and it's really tough to finalize the sale on that dream home. But we can help you find your perfect place. Hi, I'm Larry Johnson, president of the Bowen Agency Realtors, 
and our agents can ensure you have the advantage on finding and securing your new home. Now is not the time to navigate real estate on your own. Our realtors are local, proactive, and always ready to make sure that you have the upper hand in closing on a new home. Please visit us on Facebook and see our five-star reviews. Visit us on bowenagency.com or stop in at our offices in Lewisburg, Sealands Grove, or Sunbury. Coming or going, trust the talent at Bowen. Bowen Agency Realtors. Are we ready for the 5.30 pickup? Cam's courier service's newest hire delivered his resignation. Hey, Ray, who's handling She now needs next day shipping on a new driver. All these boxes here, are they ingoing or are they outgoing? Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. With Indeed Instant Match, we immediately show you quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed meet your sponsored job description. Visit indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. For nearly 100 years, folks have trusted Blue Star medicated ointment to relieve the pain and itching of almost any skin irritation. It works on my son's dry itching feet and their jock itch. I had this rash on my neck. Nothing worked until Blue Star. Blue Star worked great on my ringworm without steroids. My wife and I have been using Blue Star for years. It's never let us down. Look for the white box with the Blue Star in the first aid section. Feel Blue Star work fast or your money back. You know, we started this show, which seems like forever ago, as friends. And um, now, five years later, we're family, we're like truly brothers and sisters. Not just here um, on, at the table, but also everybody behind the scenes, which is why uh, this is tough to say. And right now, I'm announcing that um, I will be joining CBS this morning um, as a host. And for everybody that might be thinking, um, I'm leaving the NFL Network. I'm not leaving the NFL Network. I'm not leaving the NFL media family. I'm not even leaving Good Morning Football. You will see me, um, just not every day sitting at the table, but I will be a part of the show. I will be a part of our digital platform and our social media presence. Um, but I am making a move in my career um, that is truly an honor. Seismic. All right. Um, okay. Um. <laughs> Nate oh, that's, good for, that's good for him, though. He deserves I'm it. I'm thrilled for him because he's a, an excellent talent, and I think he has a chance to be the guy that eventually sits in James Brown's chair. James Brown is, is now 70 years old. I agree. And I think Nate Burleson has a chance to be there. Going to CBS this morning, I think, is a great move for him. Just like Michael Strahan with ABC's Good Morning America. So I, I think that that's great. Uh, Stuart Mandel, his tweet on Baylor. Updating the NCAA enforcement manual. UNC systemic a- academic fraud, not a violation. Boise State letting freshmen sleep on player couches before school started, violation. Baylor covering up sexual assaults by football players, not a violation. Reselling textbooks, violation. Okay, I think we got it. That's why I just don't even bother paying attention to this stuff anymore. That's the reason why. It just You just sit back. There's no common sense. There's no common sense at all. None. And you know how I feel about common sense. Yes. 
and there's just no rhyme or reason, no common sense to this. None. Makes no sense. You read it. In other words, Baylor's so Baylor as a university is so bad at it that the the athletic department can't be held accountable. That's essentially what it said. Baylor as a university is so bad at how they handle these things that the athletic department can't be held accountable. Well, okay then. Absolutely atrocious, but not surprising. There you go. That's just why I just don't want to get into this stuff anymore. I just, I sit back, there's no common sense, no rhyme or reason. You just throw your hands up and go, you know what? I can't wait for the next game (laughs) because I just want to do the game. (laughs) All right, we got a thunderstorm warning here. All right. Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. And today's show brought to you by Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors Kia, Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf, and online at sunburymotors.com. Ford, Lincoln, Kia, Hyundai, great new inventory, fabulous pre-owned inventory. This is all at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia Routes 11 and 15, Hummel's Wharf online at sunburymotors.com. So Matt is trying to work out an interesting dilemma about whether or not to watch the Field of Dreams game, which is a regular season game. Versus a preseason game that doesn't count no matter what happens. But it's football. That is true. It's a dilemma. You always have interesting dilemmas. I've been told. (laughs) Somebody said, well, it's a gimmick. Well, yeah, it's a gimmick, but at least it's fun. (laughs) Yeah, so basically I can flip back and forth during commercial breaks and I can maybe watch a little at halftime. And then put it on maybe once the game's over. We'll have to see. While I'll keep flipping back and forth in between the commercial breaks. But see, the problem is now, and I know you're you're not going to have any sympathy for me whatsoever as a father of five, but it is a little hard when you're watching a game, when you're trying to watch multiple games at once and chasing a 19-month-old around. It's very hard to flip back and forth. So, oftentimes I have to prioritize what I want to watch, and of course that'll be the Eagles. So we'll see how this goes. But post nine o'clock or so, then I might be a little bit better. You'll probably at least want to watch Jail It Hurts, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. Then after that, like, who's is Nate Sudfeld still there? 
No, it's with San Francisco. It'll now be Joe. Let's Joe Flacco and Nick Mullins. You're actually going to watch that? <laughs> well, actually, Joe Flacco, I'm, I'm actually interested in just because you never know with the injuries. Nick Mullins, I get. <laughs> oh, you're going to watch Joe Flacco. I can't believe it. In a game that doesn't count. Oh, my goodness. Really? I'm one of the I'm one of few that's, people that, that like the that's preseason. That's comical. That's comical. I know. Wow. Me and Alex are one of few people that love the preseason. I used to. I used to love the preseason. And then uh, then it changed. I, I can remember being 10 years old and going to Yale Bowl to watch the New York Giants play what was then the St. Louis Cardinals in a preseason game. Fran Tarkenton starts at quarterback, Homer Jones at wide receiver, Charlie Johnson the starting quarterback for the Cardinals, and they played. They played a game. And, you know, maybe in the like middle of the third quarter or whatever, they started sprinkling in some other guys, but we saw like all the guys. They don't do that anymore. That see, that's where I started losing interest in the preseason. Is they stopped playing the guys they are going to play. And when they stopped doing that, that's when I, I sat back and said, you know what? I can watch a couple of minutes here and there. Okay? I can watch a couple of minutes here and there. Um But I can't watch. The, like I said, we went to the game. My brother, you know, Kev went. Parents. And we had a blast that day. Okay? And the starters started and played. And the starters played the first half. And the starters played into the third quarter. And then they started sprinkling in some other guys. They don't do that anymore. They barely play anybody. Jalen Hurts, is he going to play, what, two series maybe? Well, according to Nick Sirianni, it's based on his play. So if he plays well, he could be out in a series or two. If he doesn't play well, he could play longer, I guess. No offense, I'm not buying into him so far. Okay. Who, to Sirianni? Yes, not buying so far. Not quite Not quite on board yet with, with Nick. Going to be a long road. Uh, now we may get halfway through the season, and you're like, "All right, okay, I see. Yeah, okay, good, cool." But so far, no. It's not quite. He's doing a lot of young coach things that you sit back and go, "I think you need a little more experience." Now, part of that can be that you don't... That's why you notice when it comes to the Pirates, when we've had the Pirates um, um, reporters on, I've asked a couple of them the same question, and it has been, do we know how good a manager Derek Shelton is? And nobody knows because he doesn't have any buttons to push. 
And Nick Sirianni may be in the same boat. He may not have any buttons to push, Matt. So, you know, I will be... It'll be interesting to see how he coaches a game. But, yeah. See, I, I liked it at first... Because when Carson Wentz was still on the team, I thought, you know, Frank Wright disciple, maybe that can help Carson get back to the way he was. But then they traded Carson, and then you saw the first couple press conferences, and you're thinking, you know, what's this guy? What is this? What's what this guy? But then he's gotten a whole, whole heck of a lot better in the press conferences. You've, you've heard a lot of things come out of the locker room. So I'm starting to buy back in a little bit, but I definitely need to see more. There's a lot I have to see. It, it's really hard to give a knee-jerk answer to if I'm in or out with this coach and this team and Jalen Hurts and everything else because there's just so many, there's too many unknowns still. You, you got to start seeing it, you know, concretely, and that starts tomorrow. Hey, you can't finish lower than fourth, so it's all good. All right. <laughs> Get the lingerie on the deck. Call the janitor. Yeah, this is, you know, the, but, see, that's, that's what's turned me off to the preseason. I think, to be honest with you, the part that they don't televise is the more valuable part, and that's when they have scrimmages against the against somebody else. You know, Washington goes and scrimmages Pittsburgh. I think you, I think you get more out of that than you do in the preseason games. Uh, I think you have to really be deeply, deeply into a team to appreciate seeing roster spots 35 through 46 get filled. And that's what I think a lot of the preseason games are about. Yeah, it's a chance to see, you know, for example, uh, Najee Harris for the first time. Now, I don't know if Pat is playing this week or not. I don't know. Pat could not play the opener last week against Dallas Friermuth. Uh, You know, it was great to see Micah Parsons play. Uh you know, but Micah still, I mean, look, let, let's be honest about it. Micah got the fumble recovery, and he made a couple of other nice plays, but they were also bragging about a couple of plays he made where the guy gained nine yards. You're like, oh, you got walled off, and then you went and made the tackle as a nine-yard gain. No offense, that's not impressive. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I, I just I'm like okay, well. So that's where you know that's where I am on preseason football is that through their approach has their approach to it, which I'm sure is the right approach. I have no problem with whether it's right or wrong. That's not that has nothing to do with right or wrong. But in terms of viewing interest, I don't have much viewing interest in in seeing guys that are probably going to get cut. That's my, you know, as opposed to when I was younger, like guys like play games. Then they transition to okay, we're gonna play a series or two. Then the next game, we're gonna play them probably uh, to the end of the quarter. Then the third one, we're gonna play a half, and then we won't play them in the fourth. Uh, at least you kind of got the pattern. Now they don't play anybody. Now you got hold ins. T.J. Watson camp. Adams is in camp, whatever, you know, and they're they're not playing, they're not practicing. Okay, uh, I will say this about T.J. Watt: when they open up the season on September the twelfth, 
He better be playing. No, but I need more money. No, you are under contract. You have a contract. You signed it in good faith. You are under a contract. Oh, we can't get hurt. Why is it nobody wants to play anymore? Every time I turn around, there's somebody else that doesn't want to play. You wonder why people are getting turned off to some of this stuff. Now, they've got time with TJ. I mean, does he need to be playing preseason games? No. TJ Watt does not need to be playing preseason games. At some point, it would be nice if he practiced a little bit just to get back into the rhythm and the feel of the whole thing. And he is in camp and whatever. Uh, but he wants his new contract. And supposedly they want $30 million. A lot of money to tie up into one guy, especially a non-quarterback. But now you got to go through and see if uh, yeah, how that plays out. So I don't expect him to be playing in the preseason. But when the regular season starts, and say he doesn't have his new contract, now I got a problem with that. You're under contract. You signed it, didn't you? Now, we're a long way away from that conversation. Long way to go in that conversation. I can see why he's not doing anything now. I completely understand that. Same thing with Adams in Seattle. But the teams don't want to go through the hassle, the fine process, and things like that. And it's a, they, That's why they're doing hold-ins now and not hold-outs. The Eagles don't have anybody good enough to hold out. <laughs> no? Well, maybe heading that way. Everyone's just hurt, which just continues the Eagles' poor medical staff issues that they've uh, had the last uh, several uh, seasons. Outside of Miles Sanders, who's headed in that direction? Fletcher Cox, obviously. Yes. Um, but, I think if if he plays as advertised, Devontae Smith could head in that in that direction. He's a rookie. He's not even practicing. Uh, as I'm saying, he's hurt, but I, I, he that's a potential. I think he could be a potential superstar. And when that happens, especially receivers, issues like those come up. So that could be one. Well, you better be good at getting away from a jam because these are big-time guys that are going to belt him to the turf. Apparently that's one thing that he's been working on with Darius Slay in camp before he got hurt from all the stuff I've been reading from practice. Is, is, is that where, where he got hurt? Yes. That's not a good sign. That's <laughs> not a good sign. Well, I don't know if it was that that particular, but I know he got hurt in practice. Okay. I don't know if it was from not being able to get separation or not, but he got hurt in practice. He, well, he's always been good. He's, hey, look, when he's in the open field, he is sleek and quick. Uh, but in the NFL, he's going to find that the he had great speed in college. He has great speed now, but he also find that the players playing defensively had more closing speed than what he saw in college. And they're, they're more physical at the line of scrimmage. And now, he should be able to handle it. I, think, I, th- I do think it was a great pick by Philadelphia. Not a good pick. I think it was a great pick. Now he's going to make a payoff. How's your guy Rager doing? Mm, 
Uh, That's not, exactly right. Not yep. great, but he, he I guess he had, he had the catch of the day in practice like two days ago, but I, I still need to see more consistency from him. Do you watch video of practice? I would if we had access to it, but we really don't. Except like five second clips on Twitter. That's about it. Well, there you go. For all you know, he dropped eight. <laughs> oh, it's the silly season. It's the silly season. Preseason, hope abounds. If things go great, uh, if things go great, the Eagles could finish third. No. F-O-U-L-E-D, that spells foul How does it feel to be chasing the Cowboys? Yeah, not good. <laughs> that sums it up. Back with more in a moment here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Well, I see Denzel Mims, second-round choice of the Jets a year ago, lost 20 pounds because he used to love salmon, but he ate a plate of bad salmon and about a food poisoning and caused him to lose 20 pounds in the offseason. Yikes. Way from Went from 217 to 197. He's back to 208. So it took a big toll on him. Interesting for me because Denzel Mims is the cousin of Spike's hitting coach Jermaine Mitchell. So I, uh, there's all sorts of different degrees of, you know, I feel like it's like the Kevin Bacon thing. Now get this. Now listen to this stat. I never would have guessed this. Last year, he became the only the sixth ever rookie wide wide receiver in NFL history to post at least forty receiving yards in his first six games. Really? That is stunning. Only six rookies have ever done that. Wow! With all the guys being picked in the first round as wide receivers. In the last few years, he's one of only six. And I'm talking like 40 yards. 
not, I didn't say 100. I said 40. Wow. I never would have guessed that. I never would have guessed that. Gee whiz. I mean, 40 seems like, no offense, such a pedestrian number. But I, evidently it's true. I'd be curious who the other five are. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know. Wow, I never... I read that and I looked at it and I said... Again, 40 is not one of those awe-inspiring numbers. You know, you get five catches for 45 yards. You know what I mean? And only six guys, including Denzel Mims... I've had their first six games in the NFL be that. With all the guys that have been number one draft picks, you'd think that you know first-round picks would have to be different. But it's not. Yankees are up 5-1 to one now. Oh, they're just cooking. So entertaining to watch them. Although, you know, tomorrow looks like bad news for the Yankees in terms of trying to win this Field of Dreams game. Because the White Sox are actually legitimate? Well, yes. But you got Andrew Heaney on the mound against Lance Lynn. That just spells disaster. Wow. So maybe they won't have to watch much. <laughs> oh, come on. I'm sorry. You get lit up by the friggin' O's. I'm sorry. That's... You are... You won't, you or you are not worthy of being a starting pitcher in baseball. I mean, that's as bad as it gets. No offense to Dick and Milton. Have you ever seen any about anybody about anger management issues? <laughs> I have not. No. Although Alex has asked me something similar during Eagle games. Oh, I heard you're a basket case during that. All set. Let's go. Wow. Yeah, it's not pretty sometimes. I'm just concerned. But I'll have you know, not really during the preseason. Not really? (laughs) That was maybe... (laughs) 